Welcome to One Big Thought Podcast, real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and I am joined with Ken Hester hey, and Jamie Buford. Hey. We are on episode two of a brand new journey in podcast world. Let's go. How you feeling? I feel great. You feel great? You ready to go? <laughs> oh, man. Episode one, huge success. Yeah, we came yeah. out of the gate with somebody who works with Donald Miller's organization. Come on. What? I mean, that was pretty awesome. What? Yes. Why, did, know, right? why did you say what? Like no, you weren't like, there. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Wait a second. This is This is amazing. why. <laughs> this is why you should subscribe. Those moments. That was probably the best thing I've heard. I've heard uh, on a show right there. That was classic. I was like, what? I'm like, how did you say it? Say it again. Do it again. Oh my gosh. Because at first you were like, at first you were like, what? Like you were surprised. (laughs) Like literally you were surprised of of the episode you were part of. (laughs) And then you went straight into clueless mode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Guys. Woo. Man, I'm glad I could entertain you This is going to be the <laughs> most entertaining 20 minutes of your oh, life. Oh, people are pulling over their cars right now laughing so hard. Listen, while you're oh. pulled over laughing, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yes. breathe. Yes, this is incredible. Wow. All right, so, but in all seriousness, welcome to episode two of One Big Thought, and it's real ministry for the majority, uh, and really we are here to uh, help you with your ministry and the majority, and we do want you to subscribe, don't we? Yes. And not only yes. do we want you to subscribe, we want you to share this. Please. We want you to give us feedback and comments as we believe that this is going to help you and your comments ministry. Comments are welcome. Comments are definitely welcome. Always. Uh, for sure. Uh, and so, yeah, so we are excited about the One Big Thought episode number two. Episode two. Yep. All right, guys. So as promised, we want to discuss one big thought each week. Mm-hmm. What is today's one big thought? That's I- a good question. <laughs> You know, I got it. You got it. You got it. You want me to give it? I can give it. Go ahead. Oh. You want me to give it? Oh. I got it. Give We're gonna fight. Listen. We're fighting on podcast. Give, fighting right now. give the people what they want. Yes, yeah. give the people what they want. So today we're gonna talk about the difference between interruption and disruption. Oh, <laughs> this episode. Whoa, whoa, that coming is. in heavy. <laughs> Say that again. That was good. One coming in time. heavy. No. One more oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Back up a little bit. What is the one? <laughs> big thought. The uh, the difference between interruption and disruption. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Can you define mm-hmm. the two? Yes. Ken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. With the help of Andy. Yes. Andy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, take I'll take a stab at yes, it. Yes. Great. So, listen. The way that you can look at ministry again. I've been in full-time 26 years. You all been in ministry uh, a long time as well. We know that there's times where things happen, right? Mm-hmm. Ministry is uh, brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I heard Ed Young years and years ago, first time I ever heard the the terminology, brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said that wow. ministry is both brutal huh? and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. I'm like, yeah. I have latched onto that. That was probably 12 years ago I heard him say that. Yeah. And I think that's true. Ministry is rough. Listen, mm-hmm. ministry is yes. tough. And there's times where ministry is simply interrupted, and then there's times where it's completely disrupted. And I give you, let me give you an example of the difference, okay? That'd be great. Let me give you an example. So the difference is here at Crossroads Fellowship, uh, at the time of this recording, earlier this last year, we had a church fire. Right. And that church fire caused us to pause ministry for about two weeks. Uh, We were interrupted. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after about two weeks, we slowly got back on track, and ministry became back to what it was pre-fire. Yeah. Right. Now 
now, and this is the big thing we're going to talk about. Now we're dealing with a coronavirus at the time of this recording that has created a complete disruption, meaning this. An interruption, simple definition, interruption means it's paused yep. and you just restart where you left off. A disruption means it's paused, it's done, broke, it's <laughs> gone, and it's not coming back the way that it was before. Right. And so that's really what the difference is between. Yeah, and when I think about it, you know, I think of even, you know, most of you listening to the the podcast on your car car ride to wherever mm-hmm. you're going, right? right. And, and you go, okay, an interruption is a stoplight. Mm. Right. right. So you're going to, okay, we all got stoplights. You've got to stop. But as soon as it turns green, you're right. going on about your business. Yep. A disruption is an accident. Yeah. Yeah. So you or a detour. Might, you might have you know? to get a new car, right? Because of the accident. You know, yeah. so you go, okay, now that's a complete disruption in my day. That's yep. a complete disruption in my life. I've got to start over mm. and start something new. Yeah. Yep. Completely yeah. different. So that that will help you. So the one big thought today is is how how do you actually work through an interruption or a disruption mm-hmm. and, uh, and especially what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we taught you, you kind of mentioned it at the time of this recording, um, we're facing COVID as a nation. Still, um, still, <laughs> still we're about eight months into yep. COVID. At the yeah. Moment. And mm-hmm. you kind of already touched on this. You, mm-hmm. you see COVID as more of a disruption. I, I, let me just stop here for a moment. I 100% everything in me believe that COVID is a disruption. I don't think it's an interruption. Uh, I don't think that it's a uh, just a pause. I think it's a complete disruption. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but but I feel like it started out. You know, f- for me in ministry, it started out as an interruption, mm-hmm. right? Like mm. the first month or so. You know, people were even wondering if yeah. we were going to shut down or what. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, right. we'll be back. You know, it's, it's around the time of Easter. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, oh, yeah. well, I'll be back for Easter. Easter. Yeah, know, I guarantee things, you, everybody you know, in yeah. ministry listening right now thought for sure Easter was going to happen. Right. So it felt like an interruption. Right. And if we continue to treat it like that, Mm. then we might miss out basically Mm. is what you're saying. Yeah, I I do. I I think that we have to be careful. I think that there are some people who are listening to this that they feel that it's just a seven or eight or nine month interruption Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're just going to start back where they were before. Right. Uh, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I think that this has been a complete disruption to our ministry, to our way of life. I think that early on, I think you're right. In fact, if you, uh, I'll, I'm going to give a resource here. If you haven't done so yet, I would definitely look into Glue, mm-hmm. G-L-O-O. It's a resource arm of Barna and Kerry Newhoff and the, I, my mind just went blank on his name, but the the director, the the leader of Barna mm-hmm. have been doing podcasts pretty regularly called Church Pulse. Yep. And early, early on, I heard them both use that terminology, interruption and disruption. And all the analytics early on, this is what I'm getting at, all the analytics early on painted a pretty good picture. Uh, it really did. It, and I think I fell into that too as a lead pastor of a church. I think I I believe that this was going to help our church. I, I thought, wow, this is going to help discipleship. Yeah. Mm. This is going to help yeah. our church because people are going to learn how to do church on their own at home. Yeah. They're going to learn how to be the church in the community. Yep. And they're going to come back strong because of that. Mm. I, I believe that early on, and and sort of the majority of people. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that that has done that been has beat out of not. me over the last eight months of brutal ministry. <laughs> yeah. And statistically, that is what we're seeing. We're seeing that in in stats. Again, go check out Glue Stats. It's a phenomenal weekly updates mm-hmm. at the time of this recording, of course, uh, where they are doing that, and the, you see the line shifting. You see that. Mm. People were very optimistic early on. They were very hopeful early on, and now that has shifted. And now I think you're going to have more churches closing. 
And what I'm worried about, honestly, I'm worried about this for our staff here mm. and, and our church, but really our staff is the mental health that this is going to leave people in mm. because it has been such a disruption that early on, I think people were like, yep, we're going to be back. This is going to be great. Right. We're going to be back strong. Mm. And the church is going to be strong. And I think the church is going to be stronger, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah, Very it, big difference. Yeah, it definitely feels like... Um, I mean, honestly, biblically, it kind of it kind of feels like a Gideon situation, right? Where it's like, oh, we've you know, all these people are going to church, you know, pre-COVID. The church is growing, church is going nuts. You know, thousands and thousands of people, multiple campuses. I mean, everyone is talking multi-site. Mm-hmm. Even the the yeah. smallest of churches is kind of thinking multi-site. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, we our building is at capacity. We're going to go to multi-site. We're going to figure this out. And and now COVID is kind of like, all right, you know dwindling things back, but in a weird way, kind of in a Gideon way, you know, 23,000 men dwindled down to 300. God's like, that's exactly who I need. And I feel like Mm -hmm. if those of you that are in ministry now and you go, I'm in this, I'm, this has made me stronger, even though it's even though it's messy, even though it's been brutal, I'm, I'm expectant for what God's going to do through it. I think that gives the the strength of the church moving forward. And that's where you turn from this has been an interruption, but really it turned into a disruption. But now now we know what we're dealing with. Where do we go from here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the problem though, I think Ken is that and I, I I agree everything you just said, but the problem is I guarantee you that there's a lot of people listening right now who are experiencing financial losses at church. True. Their leaders aren't coming back. Uh they've lost people because mm-hmm. because right now part of the interruption and disruption is it's created this massive consumer Christianity mentality because they can attend any church they want. That's right. Because, you know, pre COVID, a lot of churches were online, but not tons. I mean, not, not every church was online. And if they were, (laughs) you know, you weren't really going to it because you were going to your own church, you know? And so now, now it's like, I've, you know, I can just assume that people have been hurt to some degree financially, Mm -hmm. you know, they're stressed, you know, their marriages are stressed. Their staff is stressed. Uh, there's a lot of people listening right now where you are the staff and mm-hmm. you are all the above. Right. You're wondering, is your church going to survive, make it through it? <clears throat> and now the people who were committed to your church have now started going to other churches online because, well, they like it better. Or, wow, I never got to go see Elevation before. So where you were, you know, we right. were there for about 10 years almost. Yep. So why not just start attending there? And now all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's probably a campus close by because they're in like, you know, Every everywhere. Camp, you right? know? Yeah, or Life Church. <laughs> or Life Church, or, you know, or... Yeah. You know, and those churches are phenomenal, awesome churches. But I, I think there's probably a lot of people that um, that are real uncertain about once they can actually get back out of this disruption, do they have anything to come back to? Mm. You know? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. So yeah, not to be a downer, oh. by the way. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, I help us that. turn this thing around. <laughs> or, trust me, Let's we're bring gonna up the yes. Hope. yes. Are we bringing up the yes. hope level now? Let's guys? bring up the okay. hope level. Okay, so. I mean, when someone's experienced a disruption in their ministry, in their life, how do they get back to normal? Mm-hmm. Is is there a normal <laughs> for them to get back can I, to? Can I answer this one first? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Where are you taking this? Yes, bit. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> first, I'm going to break you down. Uh-oh. I'm going to bring you down real low. This is supposed to be the hopeful the, section. Yeah. Yeah, but I got I to gotta bring it down to reality first. Okay, yes, for sure. For so sure. Gonna, this is what I used to do. I'm ready. Yeah. This is what I used to do to my interns. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to break you. <laughs> We don't suggest this, by the way. And that I'm going to make you into the man and woman that God created you. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Hey, we got several on staff. There you that go. We true. do. We that actually have several true. on staff. So apparently so it worked. But I like it. I don't know what happened to the other ones. Yeah. 
So how do we get back to normal? <laughs> All right, here's the deal. You don't. Yeah. You don't. I, I'm being completely honest right now. You, there, in, uh, in, in our field, in our world, I don't think there is a normal. Mm. I don't think you do. But that's not bad. That's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, I agree with um, that. That's not a bad thing. So I think to answer your question is how do we get back to normal? You don't. You create a new normal that's mm. better. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where the hope comes in. The hope comes in in the innovation of understanding, God, if you brought me through it or to it, you're going to bring me through it, that, God, you're not surprised by any of this. And perhaps there's some stuff that we needed to not do again anyways. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it gives mm-hmm. you an opportunity to reevaluate. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. yep. Maybe you shouldn't have been, you know, maybe it was maybe that form of ministry you were doing was just old, you know? Mm-hmm. The message is the same, but the method has to change. And I think that probably a lot of people listening to this, this is an opportunity, a Mm -hmm. hopeful opportunity for you to actually reimagine your church and your ministry. And I'll talk about, Mm -hmm. I'll give you the reality of us in a moment Mm -hmm. uh, about what we're going to be doing. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think to normal is often what's familiar, but Mm -hmm. it's not always what's best. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, oh, well, I'm I'm just going to always go to I'm going to drive to work the same way that I've always driven yeah. to work. But they put a new bypass in and now you save mm. 20 minutes if you take yeah. it. So yeah. you've done what's normal, you've done what's yeah. familiar, but you're actually creating more distance, more problems, more, you know, delays in your mm. life because you're not you didn't take the new bypass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this this covid this, you know, disruption actually in, encourage us to build something new, mm-hmm. to, whether it's online, yep. whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, how do we recreate ministry in a new way to help people in their discipleship, to help people grow in yep. Christ. And it may be stopping something that you've done before, but starting something new that's more effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lord early on in COVID, I felt like the word that he was giving me was that he was doing a resetting. And for some reason, the term new normal, can we retire the term new normal? <laughs> yes, please. I have sure. I have disliked that term, but but what you're saying makes so much sense. Like I would prefer a term like a fresh normal or, a, you know, like he's wanting to do something new. He's wanting to do something fresh and I can get behind that. Yeah, a fresh start. Yeah, it's a fresh start. Yeah. A resetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think you're both right. I think that's... It's not a bad thing. Um, bad. So I think that uh, let's let's talk a little bit about principles. Like what? How how we can yeah can kind of get out of what, this? What you know? can what can folks take away from this conversation? Yeah. What can they do next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me let me answer it by what we're doing here. Yeah, and and this okay. is not by any means telling every church that they should do what we're doing. That's not what this is for. But it's all I know, and I right. think I think a lot of people are feeling this way, and I think that this is a scalable feeling and emotion, and some maybe scalable takeaways, right? Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so I had a conversation uh, with some of our staff. I think some of you were in that meeting actually um, uh, about a week or so ago. And one of our staff leaders who leads a pretty big part of our church was very discouraged. Mm. And they were very discouraged because of the numbers mm. and, and all that stuff. They just, right. they, they weren't seeing people coming back to the building. Right. So we're only, we've been open now in a hybrid mode and we got maybe 30% of people coming back to the building, right. something like that. Right. And they were feeling pretty discouraged about it, which I think we all, could be. And early on, I was. Mm-hmm. Early on, I was until I had a shift in my mentality. And this is my takeaway for everybody, right? Uh, and, and you all probably got some takeaways too. But mine is you got to shift your mentality from numbers to connection. That's one. You got to shift it from going. It's not about just how many people are coming back or how many people are watching online. Yeah. But you got to shift it that it's not necessarily about how many clicks you get or how many people are coming back versus how many people are actually 
connecting with you in discipleship or in whatever. I mean, whatever that connection looks like for your church. And I made the comment here that I really do believe, and this is what keeps me excited. And I'll, I'll end with this and you guys can feed in for the next few minutes is that uh, I am excited about the, what do you say? The fresh start, yeah. mm-hmm. fresh start of eventually we're coming out of COVID in yeah. Jesus name. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Declare we that. are coming out of COVID and there will be no more in our area. Masks are required highly recommended, required in a lot of places, right. um, mandatory in some, and social distancing is very important. Mm-hmm. Eventually that's going to stop. Right. And people can come back to the building and people can get back to normal ministry. But we also recognize that that's probably going to be a long haul. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure everybody will come back because right. we're so used to online. So part of me, I'm excited actually about reimagining how to actually reach our city. Right. So here's my big takeaway. I'm excited about people coming back but I'm more excited about the opportunity to reach our city in a new way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people might not come back. And you know what? Back to your Gideon example, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They can stay home. They can watch online. They might go to other churches. Right. That's right. But in Raleigh, more than half of our city doesn't go to church. Right. So guess what? I'm not going to fight over a couple thousand people that want to go to your church instead of mine. That's great. When there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands mm-hmm. of people in our city that don't go anywhere. Yeah, that's what excites me. That's it definitely game. resets again, you know, the Great Commission mm-hmm. for for you. So really, think uh, to piggyback on that exact thing is like, okay, it's an opportunity for you to reset. It's an opportunity for you to reexamine. And so the takeaway for me is to think through quality versus quantity. Mm-hmm. And for so long, we've measured by attendance. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've mm-hmm. measured by oh, okay, this is how big. I mean. Even talking to pastors, if you get together with pastors around your area or anything, it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. how many yeah. people are how in your many? church? Yeah. How many campuses do you have? It That was right. the kind of and scale. all lie. Right. right. And that, that, was the, that was the scale, right? So right. you would, in some ways, right. it's like the database number. In some right. ways, it's with kids, without kids, with students, without students. Right. Whatever right. it is. And it's like, now we've basically all been to ground zero, yeah. <laughs> right? Of like, right. It's a, it is a complete yeah. reset. It's a, it is. It's a com- yeah. complete restart. But but as you reset and as you go into this fresh start, you go, what what quality am I bringing to people yeah. versus the quantity mm-hmm. that will show up yeah. or whatever? Because you it. don't know how many people are going to show up. Right. But if it's truly about making an impact in the community, mm-hmm. really get back to the vision that God gave you the direction, the values of your church. Now's the time to re-examine those things and say, mm-hmm. how are we going to effectively make a difference yep. in the same way that we launched our church three months ago or thirty years ago? Right. And now you can now you can take that and begin to apply it. Yep. Yep. Mm. That's that's very very true. I, I love that that mentality of, you know, it's it's just about looking at things differently. You know, and that's really what it's at. So hey. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us on episode two of One Big Thought, Real Ministry for the Majority. And as we said early on, make sure that you are subscribing to this podcast. Make sure that you are sharing it and make sure that you are commenting on it as comments, as Ken said earlier, are welcome. I like it. I like (laughs) comments. I read all the comments. There you go. Good deal. Well, hey, join us again for next week for episode three of the One Big Thought podcast.